Today is May 12th, 2023, and um, we'll see if we can do some etymologizing today. Really, what I was thinking is that I just have a lot of things that are going on with me, that are up with me, that, um, you know what, I thought I'd just talk about it, and like I've um, understood from my audience, you know, it's nice to have these breaks where I'm not just getting super deep into the reads with all these grammar heavy concepts and etymology. And, you know, I just kind of like to give you guys an aspect of who I am in general. And today I really kind of want to go into, um, and I hate, I hate saying it this way because I feel like it's become cliche to say it, but know your worth. And that's really what today is talking about where I want you to know your worth. I want myself to understand my worth as well, because I am worthy. You're worthy. We're all worthy. And sometimes we don't really see that because we are our our own worst critics. And so today it's just kind of like a random one. I'm just, it's one off. Um, Stick with me. I'm going to be talking about some things that are going on at school right now, some things that are going outside of school, um, you know, that kind it kind of tie into my worth. And, you know, I feel like now I'm finally being lauded for my hard work that, um, you know, that I've been putting in day in and day out. I mean, like I was talking to my students here, if I pull up Latin and layman's here on Apple Podcasts, it shows that I have published 194 episodes. After this one, it will be 195. That means five more left until 200. And then I, I guess I got to do something cool for 200. I never did anything for 100 because I think I just kind of like passed 100 without even realizing that I had done 100 podcasts. Um, but but yeah, you know, so today is just going to be a different one. Random, ban- abandoned kind of day. I don't know. I Don't mind me. I might be rambling and I might be rhyming and skibbitabopping as much as I want because there is no script in front of me and I am just going off of all the thoughts that are going on in my head so that you guys can maybe glean a little bit from it. Or maybe you can take some aspects of this or you might understand maybe the culture and the climate of the education world right now because I'm also going to be talking about um, a little bit of a circumstance where um, I have a bit of a Karen that I'm dealing with that is trying to create a problem out of nothing and absolute nothing. And I want to get into it because I was talking to my parents about it last night and they're like, this, this, this woman is vindictive. This woman is venomous. And so is the, 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 the student, the child is venomous and, and I consider them to be venomous. They just, you know, and you guys know of people that you probably grew up with that had those um, friends that maybe had parents that were just that kind of way in education, you know, like the parents that went in and argued with the teacher about how their child should deserve an A and not a B or something like that, you know, things that were are very unnecessary and that, you know, helicopter parents are really good at doing, but for some reason, these parents don't understand that they're not the f- man. Sometimes I want to cuss, but I, I know I'm not going to. They they don't understand what teaching is. They don't, and in fact, a lot of these parents don't know how to freaking parent as well. So I'm also having to do the parenting as well. So you know what? It might get a little controversial. Calm meaning with where some meaning to turn. Um. I apologize, though. Contra is actually the assimilated version of contra, which means against. So what is controversial is actually what is turned against versus 
a conversation, however, a conversation is turning with the action of turning with. That's what a conversation is. You're turning with the person that you are having and talking and having dialogue with. You know me, I'm going to etymologize whenever I have the opportunity, but maybe controversial. I make it heated. I'm going to try and not cuss because that's not my podcast. It is not an explicit podcast. Um, Maybe if I get more traction and I get actually people that like want to subscribe and invest in me and stuff like that. And I just, you know, I know that I have a lot of my students that definitely do listen to these podcasts and I have an audience that I need to remember. And, you know, sometimes I realize that people don't really care about cussing, but um, maybe that'll bring me into talking about other reprimands that I've had at other schools because, you know, I feel like I really have to. I have to protect myself in the education. Being a teacher, I I didn't realize that I would get a rep- written reprimand, and this is from a prior school, for saying the words pissing off in class or saying the word hell. But for some reason, we're in the day and age and the climate where I get called into the office. Um, they have a written reprimand because as a teacher, for those that don't know, when you get a little slap on the wrist, they have this whole little sheet that will basically outline what you did wrong. You got to sign it. You get the slap on the wrist and you say you're not going to do it again, blah, blah, blah. And then it goes into your personal file and whatever, you know. So in my personal file, I have a written reprimand that states that I, um, you know, got called in the office and had to have a discussion. And this was from a prior school, like I had mentioned before, uh, for saying the words pissing off and H-E-double-L. So with that being said, and from my rather longer intro this time around, let's get into it. I'll talk about it, but I'm also going to talk about worth and being proud of oneself and reflecting on all the trials and tribulations that maybe you incur I incur, we all incur. Sometimes we take on this world and we play the video game and we don't have the option of choosing our level of difficulty. Our game is already preset maybe to giving us a hard or very hard or hardcore, or maybe you were given the, and, um, you know, the cards that, you know, I'm playing this game on easy mode, maybe. I certainly am not with the amount of things that I have to deal with alongside, you know, um, just my daily life. I know my life is, is hard. Like I, I know that like the, the, there are aspects that make my life more difficult that, that it's okay though. You know, that's the thing is like, I don't allow it to debilitate me. I don't allow it to enable me. You know, I don't just go on disability for these inconsequential things that I see people going on disability for all the time. And you know what? I want to honor that. But at the same time, I just keep on looking around at the world and people don't want to work. People are lazy as frick. Okay. So, hey, don't at me because you know I'm right. Sorry, not sorry. Just is what it is. Everybody wants to be on Zoom, at home, smoking weed. And I literally read a statistic about the amount of people that are actually working from home statistically. And this was actually a study actually focusing on men ages from 25 to, I think, all the way to 50. Um, They are, you know, that's basically what they want. That's what they seek out for. They don't seek out the outside world because they end up just getting inundated with their own isolation. And, you know, weed's going to perpetuate that isolation, working in front of a screen and more screens and more screens is just going to lead to that isolation and to lead to 
less socialization. And we're seeing that very much now in this day and age. So I'm going to shut up. I'm going to let myself maybe introduce you guys to the art of podcasting and to consider such things because, hey, you know what? I think that at the end of the day, podcasting is basically word journaling, vocal journaling. So that's the way I consider it. I don't know about you. Let's get into it, though. So, um, yeah, I'm worthy. You're worthy. We're all worthy. And the reason why I say these things is because as of recent, I call this an unproblem right now because this is this is kind of like the day uh, where I'm at um, is that I am gainfully employed at a amazing school of which I am kind of dealing with some weird things going on right now and parent stuff. But, you know, it is what it is. Um, but I want to also address the fact that like my unproblem also is that I have had five other schools in the surrounding area reaching out to me trying to snag me as a Latin teacher. And I just didn't realize, I mean, I'm in an area where I guess Latin teaching is a big deal and it's very sought out for, and it's a rather niche thing. So, you know, not a lot of people are doing it Um, as well as teaching. Like people are just dropping out of the education field uh, left and right. Shout out to my brother. I love him so much. He's doing the same thing. You know what? And that's what's happening right now is that the people that are going into the educational field that wanted to make a difference, that wanted to imbue their love and passion for their their subject, their content material, the kids are not showing up for it. My brother even saying now that he, you know, being the department chair of history, um, you know, having all AP classes, he's like, dude, my my students, they the apathy, they're not caring. And I see it too, especially with my high school kids. That's why um, I really like teaching my middle school classes. Um, well, I actually love teaching both. Um, I guess I just, my troubles right now are what's coming from the high school, oddly enough. You know, I've never had middle school parents complain about me. I just have had this one, one parent uh, go on the, uh, like, she goes venomous mode she did did it to me at the second week i had started at monument academy and now she's doing it again at like literally the last week's school it's like all right can we not just calm down and realize that you're making a problem out of nothing i can't wait to tell you guys about it too because it's just like absolutely insane because it goes into you know me talking about pandora's box it was it you know we were kind of bridging it into modernity and talking about consequences right and i think that these kids the that are sophomores and juniors in my latin class i like to take any opportunity to tie these things into modernity into the modern realm for them to apply to their lives because they are being inundated with so much that i've been there at that point and i want them to understand that um or i just want them they don't need to understand anything i i don't know why i said that but i want to I want to give them information that they may not have or for them to consider. And so we'll get into that in a second. But, you know, with all these Latin teaching positions, like, you know, I had 
an interview yesterday. Um, I've had all schools offering me contracts. I'm like, I got to wait. I got to deliberate. I have monument that I still need to look at my, my contract renewal. It's just like, honestly, it is overwhelming. Like I felt overwhelmed to the point where I've actually said to schools, like, you know what? I want to entertain and honor this opportunity as well and check the school out. It's just like, I feel so spread thin with the amount of schools already reaching out to me that, um, I need to do my due diligence at my current school and I need to show up for my kids at the end of the year while also entertaining these options. And um, I've had to push schools away of which they come back even more aggressive wanting me, which is kind of funny, but I've never really been in this position before um, where I feel so, so, I feel so grateful to be recognized for the hard work and my, um, my merits that I do have. I have a lot. I know I do. I'm a smart guy. I know I'm a smart guy. Sometimes I forget that, but then my coworkers, um, you know, they, they remind me. And that's why I'm trying to remind you that you're worthy too, because sometimes we're our own worst critics and we don't like to, and we're our own self-doubters and all these things. But at the end of the day, you got to be proud of yourself. You got to give yourself a pat on the back, especially in this world right now that we're navigating because this world is suffering. So you got to give yourself more credit and I got to get my, give myself more credit and I need to remind myself to give myself more credit too, especially when, you know, I've released 195 or will be 195 after this episode. I've released that amount of podcasts and uh, I can honestly say from the, uh, the the sponsorship that I've done, I've made out of all of those 195 episodes, I've made like currently about like $16 and like 17 cents, I think is what the analytics say. It's nothing. I don't do this for money. I do this because I love it. I do it because it helps me grow and change and reflect and understand my speech, my idiosyncrasies, to re um, to relearn certain concepts that I may have forgotten. And like I always say, to put in those repetitions and to just get better at what you love. Because you're not going to get better unless you practice it. Practicing a golf swing. Practicing cycling. Practicing weightlifting. Hey, if you want to go squat, if you want to develop a good squat, start squatting. Understand the mechanics of squatting. Understand the eccentric and concentric motions. Understand that maybe your leverages and your body type may want you or may uh, lean your body to a preference of maybe more of a low bar squat versus a high bar squat where you're on one hand, maybe activating your hamstrings, posterior chain, glutes, erect your spine a little bit more versus the upright high bar squat where you're engaging more of your quadriceps um, and that kind of thing. And not so much your erector spine. But then again, you also have to assess your body type and what your lever levers are, right? For me, I have a shorter torso. I have long limbs. And I've realized that squatting uh, a low bar squat, it, I'm able to squat a little bit more and I'm able to be more stable um, uh, just because like, I feel like my power comes from my glutes, my hamstrings ever since I've been a cyclist. But you know, that, that begs to say 
now that I've been cycling a bunch more, I'm practicing getting better at cycling. I'm getting that endurance back again. I'm developing my 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 slow twitch fibers and my fast twitch fibers. I'm developing my my calves in a different way where they are being stressed in a primarily concentric motion. If you think about the cycling movement, it's typically concentric for the most part. Concentric is the the positive portion of a rep. Eccentric is the negative portion of the rep. So just relaying that there, but I just, you know, I've been cycling a bunch. I've loved it so much. I just realized how much my, how happy I am when I'm riding because it makes me so present to the world around me. It makes me want to show up. It makes me want to interact with the people around me and to see the to smell the smells, to smell the petrichor after a slight rain and it, it mixing with the dust and giving that rather crisp and fresh smell after a rain in the summertime in the desert. You know, and these things, um, you know, the, the, the it's just, it, it helps me appreciate my life and it helps me again to look at my legs and be like, thank you, legs for doing this, being able to do this for me, to allow me to do the things that I love to do. Because I realize that sometimes um, I don't really think about how others don't have the opportunity to do what I do, go on a bike ride. Some people don't have the mobility. Some people are paraplegic, para meaning alongside, plegia meaning paralyzed. The alongside paralyzed versus quadriplegia would be all the limbs. And, or maybe they're old. Maybe they don't have the functionality that they had had prior. I don't know. But I think that we forget to thank our bodies and our vessels that carry us throughout this world. And it's such an important thing to address and, um, And to think about, I'm thanking my chest right now, thanking my stomach, thanking my hips and my hip flexors and my quads, my vastus lateralis moving medially all the way to my vastus medialis. Look into my hamstrings, my semitendinosus, semimembranosus, bicep femoris, bicep femoris, the bicep of the femur, if you've ever considered it. The hamstring is basically doing the same motion that your bicep does, but just for your leg. Doing it right now. Why don't you do a leg curl? What is a leg curl? Oh my gosh, it's like a it's like a bicep curl, but for your leg. AKA why one of your hamstring muscles is called the bicep femoris. Femoris genitive singular coming from the Latin femor meaning upper leg and or femur a.k.a. the bicep of the femur, by meaning two steps referring to head, the two heads of the femur, essentially, the bicep. Now, that's a different thing. We're going to stop talking about cycling. We're going to talk about worth more so because you have to know your worth and you got to stand your ground. Stand your ground and your integrity. There is a lack there of integrity in this world that needs to be addressed. And I have had, I've led my life at times without integrity. And I look back at those times and I am ashamed of myself. I can truthfully say that. 
And I can, I can say that objectively and say, you know what, I'm not going to beat myself up about it anymore, though. I can be ashamed of myself and be like, you know what, Liam, that's not who you are. And that isn't who I am. It was who I was. But see how I said that past tense and how awkward that sounded is because that's in my past and that's my history. And just because it's my history, just doesn't, it doesn't mean it's who I am. It's just what makes up a part of me, right? Like the rings of a tree. Like when I look down at this forearm, uh, this forearm tattoo that I, um, that little ding means that I got, a. An email. Oh, never mind. It's all good. But I looked down at this forearm tattoo of mine, um, the rings of a tree, and it was uh, the first tattoo I ever got. Never thought I'd get a tattoo. Took me four years, four and a half, to pull the trigger. But now I look at it and I just realize that it's life. And that's what the rings of a tree are. As a tree grows and it ages, it develops more and more rings, but in turn, those inner rings still are a part of that tree. Now they don't, they aren't the outer rings, they aren't the present, but they are an aspect of what that tree was at a time. And that's history. And that's relationships and situations and circumstances and things that you grow from and events and love and hate and strife and and everything that we go through in this world. And they're just the rings of a tree. And sometimes you rack your brain and you, and you, and you ask yourself, why did that friendship end? Why did these things happen to cease to exist now? And maybe that's just because that's life and life ebbs and flows. People come and go. And sometimes they come and go. And it's just meant to be transient. So with that being said, I'm going to dive into uh, really what's going on at school too, because I thought that this would be a very interesting opportunity to let you guys know about kind of what we deal with as educators and kind of the kind of BS that we have to deal with. So you guys understand that back you know, I actually just did a podcast on Pandora, the all gifted, Panda meaning all, Dora meaning gifted, right? All gifted from the gods. Uh, I released that, I believe, at the end of April. Um, and uh, and that's why I know that this person is just trying to create something out of nothing is also because I think that I didn't give them their daughter the, the, uh, uh, the Latin award of which she doesn't deserve because she's a very disrespectful student and I've never had a student talk to me the way that she does and I just don't really know how to address it and I've never had a student throw a temper tantrum and throw an ex bone walker down on the ground for getting things wrong. But hey, you know what? She's a junior and she's going to grow up into this world and have really rude awakenings and sorry, not sorry. That's, that's your deal, not mine. But what had happened was After talking, after translating Pandora's box and talking about, you know, the consequences, right? That's why we, we kind of, we understand these myths more is because they really are just cautionary tales um, about the human condition and especially about curiosity, right? Curiosity is a very important thing to have, right? 
it's important for us to be curious, but we also have to weigh those curiosities because sometimes the weight of that curiosity can be heavier at times than at other times. And sometimes uh, you just, you just gotta, you just gotta realize, all right? I don't know. I just had a little bit of a brain fart. But these, the weighing of these pros and these cons, like life, the yin and the yang, the good and the bad, the bad and the good. Sometimes we all, we, we entertain these curiosities and that's okay. And sometimes we roll the dice a little bit. Um, and, well, the dice have a little bit more weight to them that we roll. And I wanted to talk to them about that because they're, they're, it was a great discussion, honestly. And I share a classroom at that time with the math teacher, Miss McKenna, and she even chimed in. She wanted to talk about this stuff too, because it's important to talk to these kids about these things because they are being thrown into the midst of uh, such a weird influx world. So now I'll talk about it. So after talking about Pandora's box, what I like to do is I'm plugging my boy Chubby Emu on YouTube, rock an awesome channel. I love this guy. He is the first person that I ever saw somebody break down medical terminology in the way that I um, really glom onto. It's 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 a way that I etymologize words now. Whenever you guys hear me words, I treat it like it's a math equation, right? A plus B equals C. And that's what he does with all these toxicology reports. So what we had done is we all decided on watching this video um, where it's literally titled. Um, and you know what? I'll pull it up. No, I, uh, let's see. I, I, I've got YouTube in front of me. All right. Chubby Emu. There's my boy. I'll go to his videos. Um, and it's titled, A Girl Mistakenly Ate 96 Marijuana Gummies. This is what happened to her brain. And so then we set the stage, right? This is a, a real life reenacted scenario. And then Chubby Emu, aka the toxicologist, he goes in depth as to what the that the blood panels uh, present when she is taken to the emergency room, what's going on, you know, and, and it's very important because I think that, you know, especially being in Colorado, uh, one of the first places to legalize marijuana, I think that a lot of people think that it's a very innocuous thing and that it's not addictive and that they are wrong. It is so addictive. Um, if, and maybe not physiologically, but definitely psychologically, don't at me. I know that I'm right because... I've asked many a stoner, hey, you know what? If you're not addicted, why don't you just go ahead and not smoke weed today? Decide not to smoke weed. And they say, well, I could, but I just don't want to. And I'm like, you know, you're making it sound like you're trying to make a choice here, but you're really not. And you're not fooling me with it. So shut your mouth and realize that you're addicted. Sorry. A lot of addiction, I think, is tied into the habits that we create as well. I don't know. That's kind of maybe more so me because I am an OCD person. And I realize that sometimes I get caught into habits of mine that I could consider them to be like very obsessive compulsive, which could also be almost very similar to, you know, addiction oriented kind of things where you have to do these things in order to, you know, to go throughout each day um, in a, in a way where you're okay, I guess. I don't know. But with that being said, we watched the video, and this video is so informative. So essentially what happens is, is that there's this family, a newborn kid, 
Um, mom, he's not really happy with the dad with the amount of gummies that he's eating. He's kind of lazy. She finds him one time he had taken too many and he like was just like in a stupor and just acting really dumb and not motivated and all that stuff. And, and so the dad was like, all right, you know, yeah, you're right. We got a kid now. Um, I'm not going to do this anymore. Um, hint, hint, wink, wink. He was lying. What he ends up doing is he ends up getting a new batch of gummies, and instead of actually keeping it in the container that it was in, he ends up putting it into a non-labeled container and putting into it into the cabinet. And one day after school, the kid reaches into the cabinet, they help themselves to the gummies, and while they're playing their games and whatnot on their iPad, you know, they're just mindlessly eating some gummies, she ends up plowing through the entire bag and eating 96 marijuana gummies. And... Chubby Emu did say at the very end of the the um, the video that she did make a full recovery, but maybe she made a f full recovery, but we're not going to see the detrimental effects of that THC in her brain, in that plastic growing mind of hers until probably probably later on as well. We're seeing a lot more psychosis with THC because we are steroiding out the frick of our marijuana plants, right? People would agree with me, and especially my my parents' generation, that the the marijuana now with the THC content is like it's like to the nth degree compared to what they used to smoke back in the day. Just as the nature of the world, it's like what we're doing with like vape pens. We're concentrating it and we're making it even more and more distilled so that, that it can cross our blood brain barrier even more readily. Um or fast and be, um, you know, like, you know, inoculated into the body very, very easily, quickly, um, and saturate the body too. So, you know, it's this thing that you really have to weigh and consider in all these things. And so, you know, I'm talking to these kids and I'm like, listen, you guys, you need to understand and weigh the consequences of, of what you do, because you're going to be thrown into many a situation, especially as juniors in high school, I'm sure they're already dealing with it. It's like, a, I got a mom that has a junior daughter that's, she, uh, and uh, all right, what's the objection to this? Because there is no proponent of me hey, saying, hey, you know what? Rock on. Let's all go eat 96 marijuana gummies and go into a psychotic episode. I, I just am confused as to why this parent has brought this up and requested a meeting with my, uh, my principal. Um, I don't know what the objection is. I even asked him, I'm like, what is the objection here? Like, what does she want from this? What is she trying to gain? Sounds like she's trying to create a problem out of zero. Because really what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to talk about the consequences of the actions that we take and the things that we need to weigh because these kids are not thinking about these deliberately and they're being stupid about it. And sometimes we are on, uh, in the, the not knowing. I was showing them packaging of these edibles. I mean, they look so, and I think I talked about this actually on a couple episodes prior, they look like candy. I mean, Keef Cat bars, it looks exactly like a Kit Kat bar. I mean, they, it's, it's, we need to understand these things. They're marketing them to um, two kids, right? That's what's happened with coffee too. I mean, like, do you guys remember back in the day? Do you remember kids uh, like 10 to 15-year-olds drinking all this coffee and all these, you know, sugary coffee that drinks? Um, no, it's because the coffee people realize that if they can 
Oh, no, I thought that was thunder. We've been getting a lot of rain. No, stop it, plane. Go away. Oh, man, I lost my train of thought there. And I remember my train of thought, which was talking about the coffee people, because now when they are able to get the kids hooked on the coffee, because as we know, neurologically, if you guys have ever read into neuroscience, things that are coupled with caffeine are more addictive in nature. Um, uh, uh, so, uh, and that's why, you know, these pre-workouts, Celsius, all these things, you know, coffee, ice cream, things that actually have caffeine embedded with him you know you get that dopamine while also getting another hit of dopamine if maybe there's sugar in it um and you're getting that that reward signal and that's what helps reinforce it so that's why caffeine can be also so addictive uh in other forms as well um and so hey you know what coffee companies are like hey if we can get the kids hooked now then we can have them as lifelong consumers you know and 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 that's what i'm really saying here is because like hey i i have a student not not one of my students, but a student. They're in a basically a P class, which is basically like a homeroom class at the end of the day. So I don't have her for an academic class. But she was telling me that she drinks two Celsiuses a day, and she is in eighth grade. I think that that is something that we need to address because caffeine has a lot of dangerous qualities that I think that we aren't really addressing either. Because uh, we're just thinking about how caffeine gets us motivated, keeps us going, keeps us awake. I need my coffee. Don't talk to me before I drink my coffee, blah, blah, blah. Or, you know, like my famous cup back when I used to rep that at UPS, University of Puget Sound. I used to walk around with it all the time as my refillable mug that said, coffee makes me poop. Um, still, still to this day, gotta love a good, nice post-coffee poop, but I won't get into that. You guys know about me. I'm super comfortable talking about that kind of stuff, especially with all the tummy stuff that I deal with and have dealt with ever since I got sick. Anyways, you know, so we need to understand these things. So, um, you know, we had this this video, you know, and now I'm I'm dealing with blowback from a parent that, you know, I guess I showed a video with marijuana, which is, you know what, I'm sorry uh, that that is not what you wanted, but... I did nothing wrong. And if you're trying to make something out of nothing, then it's just going to make you look more stupid because the, when she reached out to me and she tried to like, like literally go to my jugular my second week of school because she had relied on the rumors of what her son had told her, uh, uh, like it was, it was, she literally went off the rumors of high school students to then address me in an email in a very fiery email at the very beginning when I had first started a monument. It's like, mm. and then she apologized after I had addressed the situation because you know what, I'm I, I know that I'm really good at dealing with parents and I know I'm really good at dealing and quelling these issues because I just help them understand that like, I'm on their side, I'm on everybody's side. Don't, don't make me an adversary or else I will, I'll wreck you. I will wreck you and I know how to wreck you. And the fact that that woman I had seen the prior night at high school awards and I looked her in the eye, um, even though she was wearing a mask, I looked her in the eye and I said, hello. And she didn't really say much to me. She's always been cold. Um, and for her to not address it, but then to go to big old principal man and be like, meh, 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 meh. it's like, wow, I didn't realize that uh, 
I mean, I thought we were all adults here. And uh, I guess not. Uh, it's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. Have a conversation with me. Approach me in person. Don't be scared and be a little keyboard warrior, all right? Because then you're just showing me how you don't really have a lot of um, weight to your argument. You don't have any backing. You have no substance. You have no spine. Get a spine. Don't be a little poopy butthole. You guys know that. You guys know it. It's about sticking up for yourself and sticking up for what's right. And I know that, that what I did was right because those kids ought to know. And I know that what they're trying to do right now is probably they're, they're probably mad that like I've been not really dealing with this daughter's rather snappy behavior as of recent. I've addressed and told her how I don't like how she talks down to my other students who get things wrong because that's not the kind of culture and environment that I want in my classroom. But she's just a very volatile person. Like I say, toxic, 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 toxic. So, and my students, uh, like talk about it as well to me and, uh, the teachers also, it's just like this one student and sorry, you know, it's just like, you've made a name for yourself as being rather, uh, infamous for, uh, you, or you have an infamous, uh, you know, reputation because you don't treat people with respect and your tone of voice is so awful. I don't know how to deal with it. It's just like, I, I just let it roll off my shoulders and I'm just patient with her, but you know, maybe she'll understand. Maybe she'll do some self-reflection. Maybe she'll lose all of her friends and then realize, wow, maybe I'm the common denominator to all this. <laughs> Maybe I, maybe I ought to do a little bit more self-reflection, but you know, it is what it is. It's okay because it's not my deal. I show up for my students and I care for my students and I want them to know that I have their backs and that I'm not just a teacher, that I'm here to support them and advocate for them and stand up for them. And I will always do that. And they know that. And for just some parent to be like that to me and to say that, you know, like I'm, I still, what is the objection? Ask yourselves, you guys, what's the objection? Was I promoting the usage of marijuana? No, I was talking about the consequences of it because I think that we actually are in a climate where we actually consider marijuana, weed, whatever you want to call it, ganja, the herb, grass, whatever, broccoli. It's, it's not as innocuous as we think it is. It really is not. And I'm sick of people talking about it being so. Because, uh, you know, it, it's just, it's becoming this new dissociative thing for us to, to defer to when we don't want to actually sit in our own emotions or feelings or whatever. But, you know, I urge you guys to go visit and watch that video because it's actually very informative. In fact, I'm just going to plug Chubby Emu. It's at Chubby Emu, uh, C-H-U-B-B-Y-E-M-U. Yeah, a great, uh, great channel, very informative. And what he basically does is he's just kind of showing a lot of people how, you know, the stupid stupid nature of people and they're rather severe cases. Yes. But then he breaks down the toxicology. That's where we get things like, you know, he'll, you go into, Oh, this patient is presenting to the emergency room with hypernitremia, hyper meaning high natrium. What is NA on the periodic table? Sodium meaning, meaning presence in blood. You know, he goes into TikTok 
people in like what their things are when they've done like you know that he did one on the tide pod challenge that we went into don't know why the mom didn't at me for that one because that one could be a little problematic we also watched one about um you know, Amanda drank a uh, a lava lamp, and the reason why he had actually done and done that was because he was actually going through alcohol withdrawal, and through a very psychotic episode, and through his withdrawal, he decides to drink a lava lamp, and this is what happened to his kidneys, and blah blah, and this and that, and you know, I don't know why she didn't. I mean, like there was alcohol involved in that video, but she had nothing to say about that one, even though we talked very extensively about you know the uh, understanding these consequences as well as all, all, although we were we had watched that one uh, a while back you know it's just it, if you're gonna if you're gonna get at me and if you're not gonna like what I'm doing here which is just trying to be, show the kids and be informative while also tying in the Latin the etymology into medical terminology because I have a few students in there that want to be EMT so they eat this crap up they love it um you know, we watched one about how a toddler drank his mom's essential oils, and this is what happened to his brain. We watched one about a TikToker chugged eight scoops, eight scoops of pre-workout, and this is also what happened to his, I think it was his brain. Yeah, it was his brain. I mean, we watched one about, uh, you know, um, what did we watch? We watched one on uh, a guy drank uh, glow sticks for dinner, and this is what happened to his stomach, you know. Um, we watched one about a Bitcoin or Bitcoin miner heat stroked in his sleep. Um, you know, it, it's just like this guy has a lot of very, uh, and there's one that we watched where it was like a TikToker chug 10 energy, or 12 energy drinks in 10 minutes. And this is what happened to his pancreas. You know, these are just informative things. They're fun for the kids to see and to also, you know what, glean some, some medical uh, because then I'm able to go into the actual processes going on within the body because I actually know a lot about, you know, the anatomy, the physiology, the chemistry going on involved in all these things that are happening. You know, I mean, I just recently came to light. We haven't watched this one or anything like that, but um, there's a new TikTok trend where um, people are cooking chicken in nighttime flu medicine. And he has one where uh, it's a man cooked chicken in nighttime flu medicine. And this is what happened to his liver. I'm assuming probably really, really bad things. Probably maybe uh, uh, could have been cirrhotic. I don't know. But with that being said, it just, you know, I, I want to plug this guy because he's rocking like i remember when i first found him he had he was actually a power lifter and then he started to like bridge into this these medical videos and telling these stories in medicine and he's he's a great storyteller as well um he started off with like i think i started following him when he had like a thousand subscribers and he and now looking at his channel he has 2.8 mil I'm like rocking this guy deserves it he's informative He's um, smart, and it is a way for me to bridge medicine and medical terminology with Latin and Greek and also with the modern time. So that's something for you guys to kind of think about because, like, you know, nothing's going to come of it. I'm not worried about it anymore. I ruminated about it all yesterday because I'm just that kind of person, and then, like, when things happen, I'm like, am I – Am I in the wrong? Like, did I do something wrong? And I'm like, and it, it, talking to all the teachers, talking to my parents, no, I did not do anything wrong. In fact, everything that I do in my classroom is for the right reasons.
I do it for my students and everything that I do comes from the heart and from the soul because I show up for my students. And that's why I teach. I, like I said in my interview, um, a couple of days ago for another school, I was like, you know what, at the end of the day, the reason why I teach are to, uh, are for my students. If I didn't have my students, I, I wouldn't do what I do because they have taught me so much. They have taught me about humility. They have taught me about growing up and how we're all growing up. They've helped me understand a little bit more about myself when I was their age. It helps me kind of make a full circle as an observer, looking down to them and being like, you know what? I understand and can very much empathize and meaning within pathos referring to feeling and or suffering. But in this case, feeling I can feel within the circumstances that they're going through. And I want them to know that I am a support and I, I want to. If they, because sometimes the kids will just cry to me and they just like lay it all out to me. And I, I hold that with such care because it's so important, like for them to, to, to trust me. I'm like, I, I I will always, I will, I will always hold all that with such care and such fragility and understand that you know, that I'm grateful for them to come to me and that they trust me as a person to seek out support. Sup meaning under, porto portare meaning to carry, to carry from underneath. And that is what we're doing when we are supporting one another. I'm going to leave it there, you guys. I've ramble bambled enough. But I think that at the end of the day, what I really wanted to do with this episode is I want you guys to know that you guys are worth it and that maybe you guys are going through a hard time right now or maybe not. Maybe you just need the reminder or maybe you maybe need to remind somebody else about their worth that they're not seeing and that you very clearly see because I will always do that. And if um, like with giving my student the award on uh, for high school awards, of course, he's not. He isn't the most academically successful, but that's not why I give the award. I give the award because, hey, I know uh, the academically successful, I could have given them. But at the same time, I also had to weigh the fact that like some get a lot of um, awards and my academically numero uno in Latin too um, got like a ton of awards. So I needed to weigh that and also understand that this student that I gave the award to, I, I talked to him afterwards and I was like, listen, I know that you didn't you were kind of like, you were a little surprised, but I want you to know that you have an absolutely amazing and beautiful mind. And not only that, you ask the whys, you ask the questions, you, you want to know more and you also try so hard. It's not about being inherently smart. It's about putting in the reps, doing the work, reflecting on the fact that you did something that you didn't think that you could do. It's all about confidence. And he is someone that is going to continually show up for himself, but also for the people around him. I have never seen somebody so giving of their time. He is so helpful to everybody else. It is, he is such a gentle dude. And I see that. And when I see that, I recognized that and I wanted him to because you know what? Not a lot of people recognize that. And I'm like, you know what? You may not know. And if you don't know, you ought to know. And I'm going to tell you so that you know now. And if you ever forget, just have you uh, let uh, tell me. 
And I'll remind you that you are capable, you have an amazing mind, and that you will go absolutely far in the future. I love this kid. He's such a good kid. And I knew that I made an impact because he looked at me with these eyes and it just like, it like, it like the look that like hugged my heart because then he gave, he embraced me in like this, this just like big embrace. And I was like, you know what, this is, this is why I teach is because I want these kids to know how important they are in this life. And that we all want you here. We all want you here. Thank you guys again. And thank you very much for making it to the end of this episode if you did, because I know it's going to be a long one. But with that being said, you guys are amazing. You guys are capable and you're strong. And I love you all. Deeply and truly. Take care. Tempo test to scale right.